Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. What I want to talk to you about today is simplifying things. We really easily overwhelm ourselves, right? Especially before we get sober, we think, how am I supposed to get sober for the rest of my life? Or how am I supposed to um, get through life without using? And we jump too far ahead. And the problem with jumping too far ahead is we get easily overwhelmed. And it causes anxiety. It causes worry. It causes us to ask ourselves questions that we don't have the answer to. And as a human being, when we don't have the answer to something, it discourages us from trying, right? It doesn't matter if it's getting sober. It doesn't matter if it's trying to learn a new skill. It doesn't matter if it's, um, you know, doing something that makes us uncomfortable, right? If we aren't sure of something and we don't have a solidified plan or um, proof of concept, it becomes very easy to get overwhelmed and discouraged to even try in the first place. So the the only way to master anything is to oversimplify right, is to make a process where you have daily repetition, daily habits, things that you do on a daily basis, no matter what. And over the course of time, over the consistency and the repetition of, of a period of time, we, we start to shift the way that we think. We start to shift the way that we feel about ourselves. And all of a sudden, we get a little bit of momentum. And that little bit of momentum carries over onto the next thing. And we feel more confident in what we're doing. But there's a period of time where we don't have all the answers. You know, it's just like any it's just like any new endeavor, right? Like it could be a business. There comes a time where if you were to start a business, there's always going to be the first one. And when it's your first time, you don't know all the angles. You don't know all the answers. You don't have all the resources. And there is a lot of risk involved with that. At the same time, there's only way, there's only one way to get started, and that's to get started, right? You're not going to have all the answers all the time. So this is the same case when it comes to sobriety. We come up with questions. We come up with irrational fears and things that really don't matter in the big picture. But at the same time, it's very real to us, and it overwhelms us from and discourages us from even trying in the first place. So... We really have to keep shit simple. And there's a slogan in AA, and I'm sure that you, that you may have heard it before, and it is um, one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time. And the whole point, the whole concept of this slogan is to simplify the shit out of, out of everything when you're first getting sober. That is to just focus on the day at hand. That is to just focus on where you are at right now. Do not jump ahead a week, a month, a year in advance because usually things change and usually the things that we worry about don't come to fruition. I call these imaginary evils. We have imaginary evils in our head and sometimes we have to take a step back and and ask ourselves, wait, is what I'm actually fearing, what I'm actually thinking right now, is this a rational fear? Is uh, Is this something that is actually real and And even if it is, right, we still don't know how things are going to play out. And a lot of times we go to worst case scenario. When we come from a fear-based mindset, we are not coming from a place of strength. So the way to combat this is to simplify things. And this is what I mean. 
If you're trying to get sober, you focus on today. If focusing on the whole day seems overwhelming to you and you don't know how you're going to stay sober uh, uh, 15 hours from right now, then guess what? You focus on the next hour. If, if you are dealing with cravings right now and you want to use, you want to get high, you always go back to, I'm just not going to use for this hour. I'm just not going to use for this small period of time and I'll worry about it an hour from now. And when an hour from now comes, you say the same exact thing and you just take it step by step by step. This is exactly how success is created in the long term. People just focusing on the next step, the next best thing to do, the, the next thing to, to, um, to progress in the right direction. Now, when it comes to business and, and um, certain aspects of our life, like our, physical, our physique, right? We, we, it's important to have an overall goal. I don't think that this is necessarily important in sobriety. I think that the idea of getting sober in the big picture, like having longevity in sobriety, is almost a concept that is it's inconceivable to a lot of us. It was for me. I did not believe that I had it in me to stay sober for a long period of time. In other areas of our life, it is important. I think it's important to have a, a goal of where we want to be physically or financially or where we want to be in our career and, and business, right? Because we build the steps to, to um, put ourselves in alignment with that overarching goal. But in sobriety, I think the more simplistic it really is and not worrying about the future is important for us because we have a mental problem in the sense of our thinking is fucked up. You know what I mean? And we prove it time and time again that we will use any excuse to divert from the path that we need to be on. So in this circumstance, we're not striving for long-term sobriety. We're just striving to be sober today. And guess what? If we do that, enough, we will have long-term sobriety. We will be able to have sustainable recovery. But, and I know some people think differently about this, but I don't think it's really important to have uh, uh, goals of, of longevity and recovery. I really don't. I don't think it's important in the beginning. I don't think you need to have aspirations of being sober for a year or two years or three. And there's other people that might have different um, beliefs on this, but I know this to be true for myself, so I'm just speaking on my uh, perspective and, and my personal experience, right? So you could do whatever works for you, and maybe this will work for you, you know what I mean? Um, if you just focus on staying sober today, the rest will take care of itself. And let me give you a few things to implement on a daily basis that will help you achieve that, right? Because you might be listening to this and you'd be like, okay, like that's great and, and, I, and I will simplify it, but how the fuck do I legitimately stay sober and build the tools to obtain that um, on a daily basis? And so it looks something like this. You go to the gym. You commit to, you commit to a certain time frame sometime during the day even if you just commit to, I'm talking about simplifying, right? Even if you commit to 20 minutes going into the gym, just making that a daily habit, getting there one day a week for 20 minutes just to get in there. If you don't have access to a gym or for some reason you can't afford a membership, even though there are very, very cheap memberships up to you know $10 a month you could find at Planet Fitness. But if for some reason you can't afford a gym and that's an excuse for you, get your ass outside, go for a walk, do a, a hit workouts in, in your home. 
um, do crunches and, and, uh, and, um, you know, sit-ups and things like that, right? Get creative. There's always things that we can do to take care of our body. It's not an excuse if you do not have access to a gym. Get in the habit of that. Get in the habit of joining some type of group, getting some type of support, listening to some type of individual that has been exactly where you are, right? So what does that look like? That looks like going to some type of meeting, whether that be 12-step, like AA, NA, CA, anything like that. For those of you that don't know, that is Alcoholics Anonymous, that is Narcotics Anonymous, uh, they have Cocaine Anonymous, all of, the, all of those things. Um, I'm not pushing that on anybody. I'm not saying you have to, but there are other types of recovery as well. There are, there are smart recovery meetings. Um, there are, if you're a Christian, I know that Celebrate Recovery is a helpful tool for people who are, um, like I said, uh, have a faith-based belief uh, of Christianity. Um, that can be a helpful resource. And, um, and there's other support groups as well, like Dharma Recovery, and um, there's many, many groups online on Facebook that you can join, Instagram pages. You need to get some type of support. Listening to podcasts like the one that you're listening to right now, it's very important because our thinking, again, sways us consistently, repeatedly, over and over again into a different direction that gets us off the path. We have a thinking problem, not necessarily a drinking or a using problem. It's more of a thinking problem of, of anything. Think of it that way. Think of your drug problem as a thinking issue, more so than anything else. The drugging or the alcoholism is really just the, the symptom of relieving the problem that's underneath the surface, right? Um, so getting support, very important. Meditation. And some of you might say, well, I've tried meditation or it doesn't work for me. And, and what's the use? What's the point? When it comes to meditation, we need to have a few minutes on a daily basis where we are not having thought, where we are not having an ongoing conversation in our head because this is happening all throughout the day for 99.9% .9 of us. We have thoughts, and I say that in quotation marks, we say that in, we, uh, we, we have thoughts on a consistent basis, and we start to believe that our negative self-talk is actually us, and it is not. So the point of meditation is to quiet the noise, the ongoing noise that is in your head of different voices that have been basically placed upon you as you have grown up in this life. There have been certain beliefs that we have placed, uh, that have been placed upon us, and there have been certain beliefs that we have um, held on to and made it as our own, even though it was fed to us. This is important to understand, because meditation gets you back to your true self, and that is just being. That is just being present. That is not identifying yourself with certain thoughts, certain concepts, certain perspectives and beliefs. This is crucial. This is very important that what I'm telling you right now. Getting into meditation will save your ass, to be quite blunt. It just will. My life changed when I got into meditation. I've spoken about this many different times. I meditate twice a day, every single day, 20 minutes each, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. After this podcast, I will get into a, uh, my meditation, and that is TM, which is Transcendental Meditation. Now, you could probably learn in a city near you. Uh, Transcendental meditation is a, is a technique that I learned from someone who has been practicing for years and years, uh, decades. 
Um, that's not the route that you necessarily need to go. There's many different ways. I do recommend TM because it works for me, but like I said, there's many different ways to meditate. You can even start by looking up Wim Hof breathing, which you could find that on YouTube. Wim Hof, which is W-I-M-H-O-F breathing method. That's like a 10 minute video, which is a, uh, it's a physical exercise, breathing exercise that you can do from the comfort of your own home, you know, right, right on your phone. As long as you have your phone, you can do it. There's other types of meditation as well. If you download Insight Timer, it's a very helpful app that um, has literally hundreds, maybe thousands of different types of meditations. So try different things, right? There's guided meditations. There's visual uh, meditations that are explained to you, um, you know, to, to sit in a quiet place and go into your mental space. I mean, literally, you could sit on your uh, in your bathtub and watch the water drip off of your head and just focusing on that. That is a form of meditation, believe it or not. Meditation is just any form of activity or, or inactivity, actually, that brings you to the present moment. Um, so don't overcomplicate it. Try different things. And um, meditation is the third thing I want to bring to you that's, that's really important. Another thing that is helpful throughout your day is journaling. And journaling really allows, it's an energy transfer. It allows you to get the thoughts that are going on in your head out on paper. And that in itself is very, very helpful because it transfers the energy that is inside of you in your thoughts your head out on paper and some it's just like having a it's kind of like having a conversation with someone except it's actually with yourself um and just give it a try like what i like to do for example is i like to journal what i did for the day did i hit my my targets did i reach certain goals that i um strived for and i just write down my thoughts and my perspective on the day, the wins that I um, that I had, and what this also does is, if I know at the end of my day I'm going to be journaling and writing down what I did for the day, it's going to make you proactive, because if you don't have anything to write about, or you don't have any wins to write about, you're not going to want to continue journaling. <laughs> so subconsciously. Um, I have noticed that I am my most productive when I am journaling. And this is just me personally. Um, because if I'm journaling my progress throughout a period of time, um, I better have some shit to write. You know what I mean? I, I know if I'm going to be journaling, it's going to fo force me to focus on my objectives for the day. And that can also begin by, by writing yourself a list for tomorrow. Um, at, at, let me rephrase this. At nighttime, if you make a list of things that you need to do for the next day, it can help you in basically having a list of things that you need to do. Um, so that's been a very helpful tool for me. And I, I know for a fact that that can help you. Um, so when we look back, right? Exercise. So again, we go back to simplification. Exercise, right? Speaking to another addict or an alcoholic who is in recovery or listening to some type of podcast, um, meditation and journaling. If you do these four things, and this is a part of my Sober 65, these are four things that, uh, four of the concepts that are a part of that. If you just get into the habit of doing these things, I promise you, over the course of time, you will see drastic results, and it will not take you as long as you think. Because we start to open up different pathways, different ways of in our head, different ways of thinking, more, a little bit more clarity just by doing these things very simply. And I'm not talking 
a crazy amount of time. If you commit to 20 minutes of exercise a day, can you, could you do that? Of course you can. If you say no, you're full of shit. You're totally full of shit if you don't th think that you can do that. I don't care how busy you think you are. Um, if, I, if I asked you to speak to uh, one person who is in recovery, could you find resources? Uh, could you make that happen? Joining online Zoom meetings if you can't get to a personal one? Um, could you listen to a podcast or get some type of ideology in your head that has you thinking differently? Of course you could. All the resources are out there. It's 2023. doesn't matter what part of the country you're in or what country you're in. Um, there are resources for everyone. If I asked you, could you find 10 minutes of, medita of meditation per day, could you do it? Of course you could. It's a no-brainer. It's not, you know, you're not busy to the point where you couldn't do that. And also journaling. Could you find 10 minutes at the end of your night to journal? The answer is of course. So implement these things. Implement these as strategies and simplification of staying sober. These are the things that really, really help me. And I'm not asking you to do anything that I have not done myself. I don't tell you this because I like to hear myself talk. I'm not telling you this because I, I'm guessing or testing a theory here. I'm telling you because I have results from, from doing these things. You know what I mean? And, and these are, this is shit I do every single day, literally every day. I'm talking with people in recovery every single day. I work out every single day. I meditate every single day and I journal as well, among many other things that help me stay sober, you know? So I'm not, I'm, I'm leading from the front here. I'm not like telling you what to do and not implementing these things myself. Um, it doesn't take a whole lot to start shifting our thinking. And I talked about this just a minute or two ago. Um, if you just try different things and have an open mind and have the willingness to do so, you might be amazed at the results that you get. So that's all I have for today. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you very, very much for, for your support and tuning in to my podcast. I do this for, for you, you know what I mean? And um, I love it. I love giving back and, and trying to help people along their journey because I know I desperately needed it. I could not stay sober on my own for the life of me. Um, did not work, right? So if you find this podcast helpful, the best thing you could do is really just share it with somebody who might be struggling or, or rating it in, the, uh, in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you are on. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. So if you need help getting sober, if you're looking for resources, you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. I hope you have a fantastic strong finish to your week and um, crush the day and simplify things. Do not overwhelm yourself with ideology that does not matter. Much love. I will see you on the next one.